Happy Tuesday and welcome back to Untapped Potential. This is Untapped Potential with Dr. Simone for today, Tuesday, October 26, 2021. Yes, of course, that means we are quickly approaching the end of 2021. So thank you for joining us for another episode of Untapped Potential right here on TDN Radio. So I hope that you're ready to get powered up, you're ready to get energized for the week ahead because that's what we do each and every Tuesday. We stop by, we enjoy a great conversation, some simple tips to live by or some helpful information, some great music and just get energized for the week ahead. So thank you for being here. I hope the weather in your area is spectacular. Down here in Georgia, we're enjoying the wonderful fall weather. So we are truly grateful for that. And speaking of gratitude, we always like to start the program off on a message of gratitude. So what are you grateful for uh, this week? What are you grateful for this, this day, today, Tuesday? As for me, I'm grateful for the great weather because I get to run outside and enjoy the beautiful, cool morning breeze and just get ready for the day and the week ahead. So I am grateful for that. So I hope that you're grateful for life. I hope that you're grateful for any friends and families who are adding value to your life. And I hope that you're grateful for TDN Radio, for this platform where we can come together to get energized for the week ahead. So we have another great program for you this evening. Uh, this evening, our interview will be Mrs. Samantha Doctor-Vletan. And Sammy was able to travel all the way to Dubai for the 2020 Expo, the World Expo 2020 in Dubai. And in case you're curious, it is the 2020 Expo instead of the 2021 Expo, because this was planned from since last year. But with COVID-19 and everything else that has transpired, it was pushed back to 2021. So again, she stopped by to tell us about the Dominican delegation representing uh, Dominica in Dubai and the products that are being promoted during that particular World Expo. So very happy that she was able to stop by, spend some time with us to tell us about the important work that Invest Dominica is doing for the country. And yes, you may have your reservations about whether the 
delegation should have been sent to Dubai considering all that we are going through with Dominica in Dominica without a stimulus plan. But I think she did her best to explain that information. So as always, she joined us via Facebook Live. I think it was last Monday. So I'm happy to bring you the recorded program from our Facebook Live where she told us all about Dubai 2020 and what is going on with regards to Dominica. So thank you for being here. As always, it is great to have you on board. If this is your first time listening, I want to welcome you to the program. You've made a great choice by joining us today for our Power Up session for the week. And I hope that you will set your reminder to join us each and every Tuesday right here on TDN Radio. If you're a regular listener, we are truly grateful for your support and for you constantly being here with us each and every Tuesday as we get energized for the week. So let's go ahead and enjoy this number as we get the program started. It is Soufflé Motai Choral and this one is Tutsa Adai and if you've been with us since last year you will know that the drama that you hear in the Soufflé Motai Choral is actually my dad William Senhouse of uh, Blessed Memory and he is the drummer as well as some of the background vocals. So I always love this time of the year when I get to hear all the wonderful Soufflé Moutai as well as all the Creole music that is played this time of the year. So again, enjoy this number, Soufflé Moutai Choral Tutsa Adai. All this is part of it. That is what it means in English as we get the program off and running for today. Ça 
to pay your bills? Has your income been impacted by COVID-19? Are you on track with securing your family's financial future? Let Badui Financial Services be your guide in this ever-changing world. From budgeting and finally eliminating your debt to protecting your income and leaving a financial legacy for your family. Badui Financial Services is your one-stop shop for securing your financial future. Give them a call today at 864-607-1361. That number again, 864-607-1361. Badui Financial Services, Integrity and Service is our commitment to you. Give them a call. Yes, yes, my apologies. The internet is a little bit unstable, but we're going to get through this today. Yes, yeah, so I'm let's take it from the top. So Mrs. Samantha, a doctor of later, tell us who you are. Okay, like I said, I'm the marketing executive with responsibility for the Caribbean market at the Discover Dominica Authority. I also have responsibilities for the French West Indies and the France metropolitan France um, markets. Um, for Dubai Expo 2020, I am the Deputy Commissioner General um, with responsibility for the team here um, at Dubai. Yes, thank you for sharing that. And we are so happy that you're taking some time to be with us today. So we invite everyone, Push Pass Nation, come on in, come on in. At last count, we had about 60,000 visitors to our platform. So we're certainly happy to have this opportunity to show the important work that is being done to put Dominica on the world stage. So again, we're very happy to have a platform such as this so we can interact and find out what is being done to promote Dominica throughout the world. So Mrs. Leto, just go ahead and tell us about, you know, your experiences getting to Dubai. I mean, what did you think when you got there? It's a completely different world, I am sure. So just kind of tell us your experiences about getting to Dubai and your first impressions. Okay, so it wasn't my first time um, in Dubai. Uh, so I would have to maybe backtrack from when we had planning meetings for Expo. Um, of course, you hear you hear the stories about Dubai, Muslim country and, and the restrictions. Um, but I must say it is a very um, Western um, country while you still respect that you're in a Muslim country, but um, they have all the all the perks, all everything that, that is um, required everywhere else. Um, very forward thinking um, place. 
uh, I think I think what struck me the most, I think, was was this sometimes the separation of men and women in different in different um, realms. For example, um, taking the, the the train, the metro, you know, there would be cars only for women and men are separated, which was it's kind of nice, honestly. I must say, different but kind of nice because you had your own separate area where you can relax with other women, so it was nice. Um, so it, it's a little, it's different, but still very much modern and very much um, comfortable. Of course, you have all the modern luxuries, and especially when you get to expo sites, um, what you see in the pictures cannot compare to what you see in real life for the colors, the, the lights, the, the activities that are available at all the different um, major pavilions. It is an amazing um, experience, I must say, and persons really who are here are taking advantage of really experiencing what all the different countries have to offer. Yeah, and I know that uh, the, the, the entire facility was built from the ground up. Yes. So just tell us a little bit about, you know, the country presented and, and, and all the information we need to know about the in general before we talk about your efforts to promote Dominica. Yeah. So, so Expo 2020 Dubai, this is the first time that um, the Expo, the World Expo is actually being held in the Middle East um, area. Expo 20 is 170 years, so there are quite a number of expositions that um, have taken place over the years and quite a number of innovations that have actually um, been formulated during Expo. So, for example, things like um, television, um, you know, all the, some of these things have been um, developed and showcased at Expo for their first time. So Expo 2020 Dubai is really under the going under the theme of connecting minds, creating futures. And there are three districts. So there are three different districts. There's the sustainability district, there's the opportunity district, and there's the mobility district. And each district has a number of countries, totally in 192 countries. So there are quite a number of countries um, represented here at Expo 2020 Dubai. Um, of course, what 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 was organized through Expo and the planning committees that they assisted a number of countries in the Caribbean, South America, um, Africa, um, and the Pacific Islands to be able to attend Expo 2020. So they made sure that they have the most represent representation that they could have for Expo 2020 Dubai. Yeah, thank you for that. So just kind of tell us um, about Dominica's role. So for example, how many uh, how many uh, are in the delegation of Dominicans or participating? Um, I know there are several sub-themes as part of the overall theme for the Expo 2020. And as a matter of fact, why is it being called Expo 2020 if it's been held in, in 2021? Well, this has been planning for the last five years. So from the time they won the bid, to have Expo, it was supposed to be 2020. And of course, um, the, the onset of COVID-19 um, kind of dampened, so they had to postpone. And I think they decided to leave all their paraphernalia, the promotion, et cetera, for 2020. So it's still called um, Expo 2020 Dubai. A lot of people are a little confused by it because we're in 2021, but it's, it's, it's understandable that they wanted to keep it. Um, so the theme stays. Um, of course, even before I, I touch on the, the actual team here in Dubai, we started off with a planning committee um, with the Invest Dominic Authority through Rhoda Joseph, who was who is the Commissioner General um, for the Dubai um, Expo, and myself um, representing DDA. We also had representation from Dexia, 
Um, we had the Ministry of Tourism, the Ministry of Foreign Affairs, Division of Culture through Raymond Lawrence at the time, he was still in culture. And of course, the embassy here at the UAE um, through Ambassador Charles and Mrs. John Jules have been a tremendous help um, while, while we planned for this magnificent um, exposition that we're in. So right now we have four of us here on site. We came in, I think, in mid-September to start setting up our pavilion. Of course, there was a lot of work put into the pavilion even beforehand, um, deciding what pictures we're using, what wording we're using, what, what, what is the theme, what is the story behind Dominica's participation at Expo 2020. Um, so then we had to come in and actually put our, our products in, our displays in, and, and give the pavilion the true Dominican flavor, the true life um, that we wanted to really showcase to the rest of the world. So right now we have um, myself as the deputy. We also have Mr. Lloyd Pascal from Dexia, who is our logistics coordinator. We have um, Mr. Cheyenne Monel, who is um, representative of the Invest Dominica Authority. And we have Ms. Ronna Riley, who is here assisting too as, um, in, as pavilion staff. And she's actually a good tie to that because she's working with the housing department. A lot of persons are asking about um, land, that type of thing. So investment opportunities in, in, in that. So it is a, a strong team. Um, long hours because the expo opens from 10 to 10 every day. You know, so we had to put a schedule together on how we're working this out because, you know, by the end of, of two weeks, you're going to be burnt. Right, you know, right. so um, it is a lot of work, but I really think it, it is for love of country and we're really pushing um, the agenda and making sure that persons, um, you know, the showcasing of Dominica's um, culture or traditions or talent for our music, our dance, um, our history through our, our um, Kalinago ancestry and also our African roots and also our, our investment opportunities um, are all on showcase here at our um, pavilion. Yeah, and one of the reasons we had to have this early on my end is because Dubai is actually eight hours ahead okay. with regards to time. So it's, it's literally another world away <laughs> yes. in terms of, of, of where you are. I'm sure you're missing your family, but you're yes, doing yes. important work. Yes, yes. The good thing is technology is everywhere. So you get to, to video chat and, and call um, every day. You just have to take in mind the, the time difference, of course. Yeah, absolutely. And, and speaking of which, what are the COVID-19? Are there protocols in place surrounding oh, COVID-19? Definitely, definitely. And because of the protocols in place, I'm, I'm telling you, we are feeling extremely safe on site. Um, first of all, to enter Dubai for us to be at this expo, we have to be fully vaccinated. Um, the Dubai team, the, the planning committee, they were offering persons who did not have access to um, vaccinations up there in their countries to actually come up like from July, August to get vaccinated, to be able to, to attend um, the Dubai Expo. There are on-site PCR testing done. Um, persons coming in have to get to PCR tested. So it, it's, really, it's really feeling very secure and very safe. They are constantly updating us on their on their COVID um, nineteen um, activities, and they're doing pretty good job on managing COVID nineteen here also. So mm -hmm. it is it is it is an experience, like I said, all round. Yeah, good. And we see we have a few uh, folks on the Facebook Live, so we say good morning to Sandra Norris. Sandra, nice to be here with you. I told everyone to take an early lunch break. <laughs> 
<laughs> so they could come over and join us. So let's talk a little bit more in depth about what we are presented at mm -hmm. the expo. So can you tell us a little bit of what is on this display in the Dominican Pavilion? Okay, so um, in planning for, for Expo 2020, we try to think of what are we going to showcase? And of course, the rich history, the culture, um, the traditions would have come first and foremost, including our natural attributes. And all these lens, so all this is being displayed in, in the book. So you're going to have the display of our Kalinago traditions. We have um, different panels with their information, their history. We actually brought up an, an actual Kalinago canoe that we have on display and a lot of their craft work on display also. We also have the, the natural attributes of Dominica, really focusing on the water aspects of things. So you have our, our beaches, our rivers, our, our lakes. The Boiling Lake, of course, is a major feature. Um, our waterfalls um, on the, and our, our underwater world also featuring our resident sperm whales, which people are very interested in, and even free diving. So all these inclusive of the natural landscapes, um, the of national parks, um, et cetera, are on display. Um, then we, we, like I said, our pavilion tells a story. So we can either bring you down the natural landscapes avenue or we bring you to the Kalinago historical avenue. And that ties into the products that we have on, 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 on display, including um, our local soaps. We have a number of, of a variety of soaps on display our sauces, our pepper sauces, I think that is something people are so interested in, the, the variety of different pepper sauces that we have. We also have our oils, we also have our um, natural products for the skin, our, our balms, our lip balms, our deodorants. Um, we have our coffees on, on display, our cocoa chocolates is on display also. And of course, our natural spring Twapito water is also on display. So we have quite a number of products showcasing. Um, when we look at the creative industries, we have our leather goods. So we have some leather um, sandals. We have some of our, our baskets and our bags. We have some cloth fabric bags and necklaces, jewelry, etc. We have our fashion industry represented also. So we have some fashion pieces from, from fashion designers that are, are, are on display also um, telling the story of what Dominica has, what is available for opportunities um, at the destination. We have we also have our, our, our art, artistry on, on display. So we have a number of pieces um, of paintings on, 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 on display um, at our pavilion. And all these kind of lead to the, the, to the, to the display of the opportunities um, here in Dominica. So we're looking at um, opportunities in tourism development, looking at the resort development, also looking at um, geothermal development or, or sustainable energy, looking at the small manufacturing products, etc. So all of these are um, really showcasing what Dominica's, the whole highlight of, of our pavilion. Of course, the colors of the Dominican pavilion, and if you have seen some of the videos and some of the pictures, you've realized it's very bright and very vibrant. All the colors are coming from our national, our, our, our country flag. Um, I think persons are intrigued with the story of the national flag. So we have to actually sit and spend a lot of time telling them about the green, about the yellow, about the red, about the black, about the white um, on the flag. So when, they, when they, they come into the booth and they say, you know, we've had persons coming in telling us, 
you know, this, this pavilion makes me feel alive. They hear the music playing in the background, you know, so we have a lot of cultural music, a lot of muyo, a lot of kadas, um, lipso playing. So persons are, are, are feeling, you know, nicely put together when they enter the room. Some of them don't want to leave, you know. So we have actually had persons begging us to, to, to be part of the National Day celebrations in the streets um, in Dubai on Saturday, and they come back every, every day. We have nationals up here. Um, persons visiting maybe with Dominican parentage from, from different parts of the world who have never been to Dominica. So their kids are coming here just to know um, Dominica. We've had teachers coming in for more information on, on the destination. We had a teacher coming in, she's teaching secondary and also primary school. And all she wanted to do was get information that she can bring to her kids because they don't know about that part of the world really. So, so, so she really wanted them to know about her heritage also. Um, coming from from a small island like Dominica. Yeah, and, and I see the comments are coming in, so we encourage um, the comments to come in and the questions. I've already seen a very good question come in, but we're gonna hold up on the questions for just a minute because I yeah. want us to take a look at the pavilion that you talked about, um, Mrs. Leta. So let me just share my screen one more time so we can take a look at the pavilion and you can get just a taste of what is being showcased um, for Dominica in Dubai. So let's take a look at the pavilion and take a look at some of the pictures. And of course, all this information is on Invest Dominica. So you can go to Invest Dominica Authority. Let me go back. And of course, they're showing us the calendar of what is going on for independence as well, because we look at every opportunity to showcase our talent, to showcase our skills. So this is the Dominica Pavilion, and correct me if I'm wrong, um, Mrs. Leta, but this is the pavilion we're referring to? Yes, yes, yes. so that's actually the welcome. We have our um, Madame Wob Duets and, and a representative of the male um, national wear welcoming persons to our, our, our pavilion. Yeah, um, so just kind of tell us what we're looking for as I go through the slides. Okay, this is actually showcasing dive and also some of our, our creative industry products. Um, so you would see the, the handmade bags and some of the, the locally made jewelry, even the Carlinago basket there also. Mm -hmm. Yeah, excellent. Uh -huh. So one. here also this takes a footage of, of the, the display of some of the creative um, fashion designs that we have also. This is a wide shot really showing um, that aspect of things. Right. Mm -hmm. Okay, so this is a shot coming from the the um, the real mass, the carnival display that we have um, and looking out towards the Bolling Lake pictures and, and some of the other natural attributes. So from that angle, you're really standing. So, okay, so this one, uh, this is, we will grace through the presence of our our Prime Minister on the 3rd of October. So, so um, the Expo opened on the 1st of October and the Prime Minister along for delegation was here in Dubai at some meetings. So they really got a chance to um, explore the pavilion. They were quite impressed along with some of their, their um, Dubai counterparts and some of Expo, the Expo team who were here. So we were quite excited and quite happy that they were able to spend some time with us at the pavilion and see what we're doing to, to promote the destination. Yeah, absolutely. And now what has the traffic been like 
um, at the pavilion? Have you seen uh, increasing numbers of, of folks who are interested in learning more about Dominica? Definitely. Um, I think, I think, well, persons have been telling us it's been so hot. So they're looking for increasing numbers coming maybe December into January. So that is something that we had to get used to. The heat here in Dubai is nothing like it is at home in Dominica. It is, wow. I, can, I can never complain about the heat at home again. So we have been seeing um, increased numbers, especially in the evening, late afternoon, um, coming into the booth. Again, a lot of persons coming, inquiring about, you know, where the country is. So we have to have that map to show them because they do not know. Some, some of them are confused about Dominican Republic versus Dominica. Um, and that in itself is an opportunity to sell and, and let persons be aware of, of what Dominica is, where Dominica is, and what we have to offer. We have had a lot of, like I mentioned, a teacher, a lot of educators coming in, knowing about the country and wanting to get more information. Of course, a lot of Dominican nationals coming in, um, you know, to learn more about their country. Um, quite proud that they are Dominican, I must say. And a lot yeah, of and it's lot interesting of, to find people of Dominican heritage all the way in Dubai. Was that a yes. surprise to you guys? No, no, because I think I think Dubai is also a hub um, through the, the UK. So right. it's easier and cheaper for them to come across, you know. So so even even some of the um, African countries, um, you know, persons who are, we have met a, a Dominican with who's married to an African coming across to meet to meet us in the booth. So, I mean, it's been very interesting talking to a lot of persons, um, even Dominicans here who have, have received citizenship are coming quite excited to, to let us know that they're Dominicans and they support uh, what we're doing and are interested to know a little more about the country. Yeah, and speaking of which, how many countries are represented in the, in the expo? We have 192 countries being, wow. being um, displayed here, um, some of which are, of course, our CARICOM brothers and sisters who we, we always make sure we, we, you know, to visit their booths. They have been part of our, our cultural celebrations. They've all, you know, most of them have, you know, made representation to come and see what we're doing. And of course, likewise, when their national day are, um, you know, we will definitely be taking part um, in that. So we, we support each other whichever way that we can, for sure. Mm -hmm. Now, speaking of the National Day, let us about that beautiful, yes. beautiful, beautiful. I looked yes. at that video a few times and, you know, I, I have to be honest with you, Sammy, I just skipped right through to the, the cultural dance and the music <laughs> because I think personally that was the best part of the event. But that's <laughs> yes, yes, yes. I, I think planning and tell us about the execution of the National Day Parade. It was, it was very um, long in planning. Of course, we had um, Mr. Raymond Lawrence on board for the cultural um, part of things, to, to put the group together, first of all. So we actually had representatives from um, Massac, the cultural group in Massac, we had from Point Michel, we had from Tradibel, we had from um, Pebush, you know, we also had, um, where else, where else? We had, the, and we had the Kalinagos from Kalinago and Kalinago cultural group. So this was really a good representation of different aspects, um, different parts of the country. So it wasn't just one group representing, it was a mixture. And they all came together to showcase, um, a, I think a true representation of what it is to be Dominica. So trust me, the planning in Dominica and the planning here in Dubai was ongoing simultaneously. Um, as soon as I got up here, I had to try and get to where the site was to send pictures for Raymond, for them to see you know, the venue, meet with the production team. And I think I think what was impressive was that they 
they they indicated to us that this is the first country that made an effort to know the runnings of the national league what what is going to happen you know how how they're going to be situated where they're going to be holding them you know the, the goings and comings and the, the sort of technicality behind um the production for the day so we started off with a country parade um through the avenue of nations where there is a set um parade that that expo dubai puts on and each country takes part in that parade so um, we had our small contingent, but very impactful, very colorful. Um, I, I looked at the streets and people were busy taking pictures. They really wanted to take pictures with the, the girls in their, in their national wear. So I'm, I'm going to show some of the footage in a little while. Yeah, later. I think that was, I mean, we were bright, we were colorful, vibrant, you know. Um, and then we had our formal ceremony from four o'clock that afternoon um, with the speeches from the UAE representative and of course from um, Honorable Kenneth Daru, um, Minister of Foreign Affairs, who gave this, a speech really focusing on, on what Dominica is doing in, in terms of um, its opportunities for, for promotions, for investment, etc. So that was um, a really good start to the, the celebrations coming after. And of course, you saw Raymond, and so the time Raymond came on and started speaking, you know, that set the tone for mm -hmm. the cultural um, activities. So we had the Kalinagos, of course, we had an introductory conch shell display blowing. Um, then we had Tasha P singing um, Nature Isle. Um, along with the Kalinago and the African um, display dances. So that, that set the tone and you could see, you know, persons, you know, bump into the music and, and dancing, you know, when you looked at the crowd. And I found that was, I, I mean, I was in my seat, Simone, and I wanted to get up, you know, and I just had to say, let me stay in one place and try and record as much as I could. And of course, it continued with the, the Kalinago expressions, Kalinago performance. And then we went into two belle uh, performances, I think, were quite um, thrilling, thrilled um, by the crowd. Um, and of course, the finale, we showcased carnival at, um, pieces, um, the Kalinago, and also our Susuel Sui and the Senses all coming back on stage with Tasha P for that closing. And I think that really, um, that color, that vibrancy, um, oh, yeah. um, I think, was really, um, it was really striking, I think, to the Dubai audience. Yeah, and as a matter of fact, I want to go ahead and show some of it because I think we can truly appreciate the effort that was put into the performances that went on. So I just want to share a little bit more of the performances and the work that everyone did to put this together. So I'm going to start here and we're going to skip all the way to the end so we can just enjoy. I particularly like the ballet, so we're going to skip to that. Well, that's actually the end, so let's just end it. <laughs> okay, I think I'm on the wrong screen. I think we can hear it, but we okay. Take two, because <laughs> I I can hear it, but we're not. Yeah, I'm hearing it too. Yes, let's do a take two, because I want to show our beautiful. Okay, here we go. Yes. So we fight out from the 
So I think we can all appreciate the efforts that went into the production. So what has been the response to Dominica in general, to the National Day uh, events that we had? And just to, in general, what has been the response? Well, even, even before I answer that question, Simone, I have to really point out something. And, and I don't know if you've noticed it. But a lot of the performers were youngsters, like young children under the age of 20. And I was really impressed with that. I think that, that says something about our culture that is not dying, um, it's quite alive, and they're quite interested. And I'm going to sell them out a bit because at the end of the performance, everybody had a different feeling. Some people cried, some mm -hmm. people were so emotional. I'm serious because I think I think the, the, the response that they got coming from Dominica, some of the this is the furthest that they have ever traveled before to represent the country. And then there was a sense of pride in what they did. So the emotions, the emotions came. And when they got the calls and the WhatsApps from their family, their moms, their dads, it was just a flood of emotions. So I really think that that says a lot for, you know, what the effort that they put in mm -hmm. to see how persons responded to, to that. I think that was tremendous. And I want to thank um, all the Dominicans um, here and abroad, you know, for the support that they continue to give to our cultural performers and, of course, to Dominica um, um, by and large. So I want them to continue supporting um, the efforts of, of, of the Dubai Expo team as we do what we do best. We promote the country and we seek to get, um, you know, more opportunities, seek more opportunities for the destination. Um, like you said, Simon, after that presentation, I think everybody just came straight to the pavilion. And of course, you know, true Dominican style, we couldn't stop the, the fetting and the partying. So the guys took their drums and they, they were outside the pavilion for hours after um, playing and enjoying. And you had um, persons coming in trying to dance with us and, you know, the street dancers. So, so there's a set of street dancers that goes around the expo sites every night, every day, just dancing. They pull along their, their music and they dance. When they heard the drums, they immediately stopped on the, they were on the streets and they came into the pavilion area to dance with our drummers, mm -hmm. you know, and you know, you had somebody, they were African influenced um, dancers. So they were, they were right at home. Um, it was an amazing experience to see persons really enjoying our culture that way. So, mm -hmm. so that, that was a plus for us. Yeah. Brilliant. And it's so wonderful to see Dominican and Asian being represented and especially be uh, dispelling that notion that Dominica is the Dominican Republic which for, it feels like it's centuries, but it's not really centuries. But forever, we've had to dispel the belief that uh, we are the Dominican Republic. And to 
to uh, get the attention in terms of marketing Dominica as a destination, our products. So I say congratulations to you and your team, Sammy. But you know, it mm -hmm. would be remiss of me if I didn't ask as well, you know, with the impact of COVID-19 and so many other factors, many Dominicans have lost their jobs, their incomes. So I think for a lot of Dominicans, the natural question is, you know, how does this directly benefit Dominica? Because I think, you know, long term, we can see the benefits. But I think when people have lost their jobs and they no longer have an income, it becomes a, a, an immediate situation. So I think a lot of the criticism that we maybe hear from us Expo is how does that directly benefit Dominica? You have any thoughts on that? I mean, I, I look at things a little different. I mean, without without the forward thinking and the long term planning, um, nothing happens. So so Expo Expo Dubai 2020 is a platform where we can showcase the country and start to put things in place. Of course, it's not going to happen overnight. Nothing happens overnight. Nothing of this magnitude happens overnight. But if if we continually push and plan, um, we can see the fruits of our, our labor. Um, it might not be in a month's time, you know, but then Dubai Expo is for six months. So let us see what we can do within those six months. We might even have the opportunity to start networking a little closer and forming these, these, these um, synergies and these linkages even before the end of Dubai Expo 2020. So um, I wouldn't criticize and say, what is in it for me now? You know, nothing happens now for now. And I, I always say, you know, we cannot have everything right now. You have to plan and plan properly. And I think this is an opportunity for us here um, at Dubai to start to sit down and talk to investors. Businesses have already been approaching us for different um, opportunities and things, where's the ways that they can have discussions with us. And that is where, for sure, Mr. Monel comes in as, as ID, Invest Dominica Authority's representative, the IDA, to meet one-on-one -on -one with persons with, with investment um, opportunities. Now, tell us a little bit more about that. So have there been talks about potential yes. investments? Yes, so can you tell us been. a little bit more have about been. that? There have been some. Um, I wouldn't go into detail, but there have been a, a few um, persons coming in already um, from even from the through our embassy and through our persons who have already been been Dominican citizens wanting to do more and wanting to invest more into the country. Of course, we have the opportunities, like I said, in tourism, in agro-processing, in manufactured goods. Um, so, so even even in our geothermal, in our uh, sustainable energy um, practices. So, persons are very much interested, even in in importing. Into, um, things from Dominica into Dubai. So they may not be investing directly, but they want their you know, importers looking for new and different products. Um, like I mentioned, our, our pepper sauces are, are, are a, a, a very interesting part of, of the talks that we're having, including our natural soaps. Um, and these are some of the products that persons are really asking about. And, you know, they're looking forward to see a shelf with Dominican products because they're so amazed by, by the naturalness and the, and the purity of our products. So these are opportunities that we have that we have to look at. And even our coffee, you know, having discussions and even not just um, investors, but looking at um, interrelated um, products that we have with sharing with other countries. Mm -hmm. So, for example, how can we work together with Costa Rica with coffee? How can we work together with other countries, you know, when we're looking at our products itself and how their innovations can help us in Dominica um, improve on our products and our quality, our packaging, etc. So, so the opportunities are there and it's a matter for us to work with, with our, our local stakeholders in bringing that um, to the forefront.
Yeah, and as somebody who's in marketing, you know that it's a constant process. It's yes. not, and I think that's a misconception and a lot of our people have that you have a product, you, you make one marketing effort and you expect it to just uh, fly off the shelf and not have to sustain the effort, but it's continuous effort of, of going out there and markets and meeting people and building those relationships and seeing how the synergies can unite Definitely. not only with Dubai but with 190 something countries Countries. represented I think there's an abundance of opportunity to make relationships Mm -hmm. and I mean it was a learning experience even when we were were setting up getting ready to come here um, the products that we could bring first and foremost some of the products we could not bring because of what what the ingredients were and um, even after we arrived some of our products had to be taken to be tested before we could even showcase them so, so we have to understand that it's not a matter of just, um, for example, make a soap and slap it, some plastic wrap on it and, and a label and you write a label on it and, and it's good to go. No, we have to meet international standards, you know, and, and these are the things I know Dex has also been working very hard with our, our stakeholders, our manufacturer, um, manufacturers with to ensure that there is a quality standard so that when they can, you can export it to St. Lucia, but what is expected in the UK, what is expected maybe in Dubai or, or the UAE is very different. Yes, yeah, so you really have to know who you're selling to um, um, for, those, for those different um, regions, you know, but the opportunities are definitely there. Yeah, no, I don't want our Facebook audience to think that I am ignoring them. So let's <laughs> go ahead and <laughs> jump on the Facebook Live and see what everyone is saying. So we have Sandra Norris again. Uh, Rosalind Severa McLean is listening from New York. Rosalind, always wonderful to see you. Alec Challenger in St. Croix, good day to you. Uh, Sandra says she's not yet at lunch, but she's listening from her desk. Thank you, Sandra, for being here. Don't forget to keep sharing the live on this very important conversation. Let's see, Owen Prosper. Good morning, Patriots. I'm locked as always. Alec has a question. What type of investment we will achieve through this expo? So I think you've pretty much elaborated yes. on that as well, unless if you have anything else you want to add to no, that. No, I think I touched on, on, on all the major... Um, yes. Mm-hmm. Angela Gregoire. Uh, well done, Samantha. Good representation. Listen to your last interview in Dubai. Awesome job. Yeah, before we came on, I was just <laughs> telling you how relaxed you look during yeah. the interviews. And it's very impressive. You represent Dominica beautifully. And I guess that's from being the 20, 2002 Carnival uh, Queen winner. <laughs> oh, that's a long, <laughs> long practice. Ago, you know. I think, I, think it's a, I think it's natural, especially when, when Raymond came on. It's just a matter of, of country and, and the love for country. And, and what, what you do, mm-hmm. you know, we are, I mean, we are truly ambassadors of, of Dominica. And that is what we want to bring to the forefront to um, the persons coming into the pavilion, especially and experiencing what Dominica has to offer. We're all ambassadors and we all give our best, put our best foot forward when we represent our country. Yeah, very good. Irma Daniel, niceness. Ariane Perriman, yay, Sammy, great stuff. <laughs> great comments coming in, Rosalind Sevre. Raymond commanded the attention for the presentation, <laughs> Immaculate. Oh, so true. He did a spectacular yes. job. Rosman Telemac, good morning. Thank you for being here, Rosman. Sandra Norris, yes, that was an excellent interview. So thank you, everyone, for your contributions. Uh, to the Facebook Live. Now, Sammy, you mentioned that um, it's a six-month process. So will we have representation for the entire Expo 2020? 
Yes, so we will be having representation for the entire Dominica's pavilion is, like I said, open from 10 to 10 for the full six months um, duration. Uh, we wish we could bring up more um, cultural activities and so, but we will be looking at doing some additional stuff alongside our CARICOM brothers and sisters who are here, also here represented. Um, but we are going to be here for the full six months. Mm -hmm. Yes, fantastic. Well, thank you for being here. Thank you for joining us. Thank, thank you for having us. Good to see you, Simone. Yes, same here, same here. We haven't seen each other in, in a few years. No, I, Always yes. lovely to see you. So as we get ready to wrap up the program, you have any final thoughts for us? Um, I just want to say uh, to to, the, to your listening public and to those who be, you know, getting onto the live after and checking it out. Um, Dubai Expo 2020 is a, is a very um, interesting, very um, vibrant uh, village, I should say, city. Um, so we, we are here to really push the country forward to let persons know that Dominica is on the map where it is and what we have to offer through our history, our culture, our traditions, um, our goods and products that we, we produce. And also the opportunities, I think, is very important for persons understanding what they can um, actually benefit and what they can actually do on island besides visiting, of course, but what they can um, give back to Dominica and um, as a destination. So it's really um, an enjoyable experience, once in a lifetime experience, and I'm really you know, proud to be representing um, Dominica, Discover Dominica Authority and Dominica by extension. Of course, the entire team is working hard and will continue to work hard and represent to the best of our ability. Yes, yes. So I want to thank you for joining us. And of course, if anyone wants to see the complete footage of the, the National Day celebration and everything else that's going on in Dubai, you can always jump on the Invest Dominica Facebook page because I think they're doing a wonderful job of keeping us updated on exactly what is happening with Dominica at Dubai 2020. So with that, I want to thank everyone who joined us today right here live on Facebook for uh, another wonderful interaction with Mrs. Samantha Doctrovlater all the way in Dubai as she talked to us about the Expo 2020 in Dubai. I want to encourage you to like Push Past Then, follow Push Past Then as we continue to do the work of promoting and celebrating Dominica. Don't forget to click the notification button to let us know when you will be, when we go live again. I see we have a comment. Um, Gisian Tamara Lafon, great job on the interview and to Sammy. So we want to thank you once again for being here. Don't forget to share the live and let everyone know of the important work that is being done to promote Dominica on a worldwide scale. So with that, I wish you a pleasant day and I look forward to our, our next engagement together. You are so listening to Untapped Potential with Dr. Simone. If you live in Canada, the US and the UK and are looking for Dominica products, including cocoa sticks, bay rum, coffee, soaps, crafts, and other popular Dominica items, then look no further. You can now shop on buydominicaonline.com, a secure, easy-to-navigate website selling a wide variety of Dominica-made and Dominica-inspired products. When you shop on buydominicaonline.com, you are helping to grow Dominica's economy. Go to buydominicaonline.com and enjoy home away from home.
Special thank you again to Mrs. Samantha Dachov-Leitan who took some time uh, from her busy schedule in Dubai, all the way in Dubai, to spend some time to give us some information on what is being done to promote Dominica on a worldwide stage. So again, thank you, um, Sammy, for joining us, from, for taking some time to just um, inform us of the important work that you're doing. So as we continue along here, uh, we remember that October is Domestic Violence uh, Awareness Month, and we had a very engaging conversation with Mrs. Delia Cuffey-Wicks, as well as Rasmo. So this was a TDN uh, Push Past 10 collaboration with Mrs. Delia Cuffey-Wicks and Mr. Rasmo uh, Moses. And we had a very engaging conversation recently on just what is domestic violence, how does it manifest itself? What are the signs that your partner may be aggressive and potentially abusive? And also the cycle of violence. So I will be sure to include that as our featured video for the week um, this week. So you can take a listen and you can be educated on domestic violence. So for our tip for this week, I thought I would also go ahead and share some information about the impact of COVID-19 on domestic violence because I am sure you can um, identify with the fact that now so many people are stuck at home because of COVID-19 that the violence, domestic violence has been on the rise. So I wanted to share this particular uh, clip for you from YouTube. It is called The Shadow Pandemic of Domestic Violence During COVID-19. So again, The Shadow Pandemic of Domestic Violence During, during COVID-19. So just as we continue to raise the awareness of domestic violence in our society, I thought I would share this information with you. So take a listen and then stay with us as we wrap up the program. We all know about the pandemic that has come to define 2020. Understandably, COVID-19 has dominated the world's agenda and mandatory lockdowns were introduced in many countries to help control the spread of the virus. For many of us, the lockdown was inconvenient. We couldn't go to our normal places of business, we couldn't visit family or friends, and we couldn't socialize publicly. But for some people, Though the freedom to get out of the house was not just a matter of convenience, but of physical safety and even life or death. Based on my work, I see the great majority of those vulnerable people are women. And this resonates with me, especially today, as I give my talk from the safety of my home. As a practicing obstetrician and gynecologist, I am also aware of the prevalence of gender-based violence in communities across Nigeria. And this is why I founded the Women at Risk International Foundation, WARIF, in 2016, in response to this. Global estimates published by the WHO indicate that one in three women worldwide have experienced an act of violence. And this was before the lockdown. In March, an increase in the number of cases of violence against women was becoming apparent across the world amounting to a shadow pandemic that we are now faced with globally. 
In France, for example, there was a 30% increase in the number of cases of domestic violence. And in Argentina, emergency calls from domestic violence cases increased by 25%. In the first two weeks of the lockdown in Lagos State, our emergency phone lines rang non-stop, and we recorded a 64% increase in calls from women trapped at home with abusers in fear for their lives. By June, the authorities became aware of the shadow pandemic, and a state of emergency on rape was declared by the federal government of Nigeria. As we fielded the distressing calls from girls and women, young and old, we were able to help. As thankfully, we kept the Warif Rape Crisis Center open as a refuge of last resort. In the more remote areas, many women had to walk miles to receive any medical care and attention, as there was no transportation because of the lockdown. They had no internet access to reach social media platforms, and they had limited phone services to call a 24-hour confidential helpline or even a neighbor. So the situation for these women was much worse. Our solution in addressing this was this. There are over 3,000 traditional birth attendants working in rural areas across Lagos State today. These are community-based men and women who have been informally trained and provide basic health care to both women and expectant mothers. But none of them had received any form of training on how to help women suffering from domestic violence. We successfully trained 1,300 of these community gatekeepers as first responders in addressing the cases of violence against women in their communities. This meant that during the lockdown, they were galvanized to go house to house in their communities, and with their training, were able to offer the necessary assistance to women trapped at home, unable to receive care. Reports varied from verbal and emotional abuse to far worse beatings and sexual violence. But those home visits served as an opportunity for these women to share their stories and to receive the much-needed care and support that the traditional birth attendants offered. This program has been rolled out across an additional seven local communities and has reached nearly 35,000 people, raising awareness of the shadow pandemic in these communities. In the months to come, we plan on including our other gatekeepers, the law enforcement officials and the religious leaders, truly impacting on communities and on the safety and the lives of these women. As we embrace the new normal of working remotely from home and with online schooling, it is more than likely that more women will be trapped at home with their abusers, and this shadow pandemic will persist. But I take hope and inspiration from the courage and determination of the many who work to protect and support these women. I have been awed by the unbelievable strength and the tenacity that these women have shown during these precarious times, and their ability to find their power in spite of all of this adversity. So with or without the pandemic, the work to protect girls and women continues. Because every girl and woman, no matter what part of the world she lives, has the right to live in a society free of any form of violence against her. 
Some very important information as we continue to raise awareness and play our role in stamping out domestic violence. So we will have a part two of our conversation with Mrs. Delia Coffeewicks and Rasmo at the Domestic Violence Awareness Program that we started last week. We will have episode number two uh, on Saturday, October 30th at 5 p.m. on Facebook Live as well as TDN Radio and TDN. Um, tv.net so tdnradio.net and tdn tv uh, as well so again saturday october 30th 5 p.m eastern time you can join us for another engaging conversation on domestic violence and how exactly do we stamp out domestic violence in our society so as we come to the end of the program i want to thank you for being here our featured video again will be the domestic violence awareness episode number one on pushpast10.com so again p-u-s-h-p-a-s-t the number 10.com and as well while you're there you can check out any past podcasts you may have missed along the way and i also want to remind you that there's a link to our youtube channel on pushpast10.com so if you would like to check out any of the videos any of our past guests that you just want to take another look at the videos our sasenu program which continues to excel continues to um, become increasingly popular all the videos are on pushpast10.com as well as by clicking on the YouTube channel link, or if you just want to go straight to YouTube, you can just type in P-U-S-H-P-A-S-T, the number 10 on YouTube, one word, to enjoy all our engaging programs. And speaking of Sassy No, we are back at it tomorrow. Uh, actually, this evening, what am I saying? <laughs> this evening, Tuesday, at 7 p.m. Eastern Time, we are having a celebration because, you know, we've been leading up to Independence November 3rd. This week is actually Cement Creole, which means Creole Week. So this is the highlight of the Creole season. So we will be having our own celebration on uh, Push Past 10 on Facebook and of course, I will be sure to post the video on YouTube after it is recorded. So yes, so we're having our celebration. We're having uh, international uh, fashion designer, Mrs. Lorraine Del Sol, who is in Dominica at the time. She will stop by to talk about uh, the beautiful Creole wear for men and women. We will also have Mr. Carlton Henry from the Division of Culture, and he will tell us all about how they were able to facilitate the Creole season this year, despite the challenges of COVID-19. And I'm also hoping that he will share on uh, Mr. Ed Regist, who was a phenomenal uh, player in culture in Dominica out of Grand Bay. So we're having a celebration. We're going to have music. We're going to have fashion. We're going to have interaction. So if you're on Facebook, you can join us at Push Past 10 on Facebook. And of course, next week, I will be sure to post that video of Sase Nu from tonight. So I hope you will join us. So again, thank you for being here. It is always great to spend this time with you each and every week. I'm hoping you feel just a little bit more
more energized, a little bit more empowered to face the challenges of this week. And I hope that you have a great plan because when we come here, it is a reminder that we have important life work to do. So I hope that you have a plan for how you will get your goals accomplished this week as well as the upcoming weeks. So again, thank you for being here. Don't forget your life story is your strength. Remember to tap into your potential each and every day. Remember to stay strong, stay positive, stay engaged, and stay active until we meet again next week, same time, same place. You've been listening to Untapped Potential with Dr. Simone right here on TDN Radio.